Incubating AIX Risk Projects. Some Personal Reflections. By Ben Snodden. In this post, I'll share some personal reflections on the work of the Rethink Priorities Existential Security Team, XST, this year on incubating projects to tackle X risk from AI. To quickly describe the work we did, with support from the Rethink Priorities Special Projects Team, SP, XST solicited and prioritized among project ideas, developed the top ideas into concrete proposals, and sought founders for the most promising of those. As a result of this work, we ran one project internally and, if all goes well, we'll launch an external project in early January. Note that this post is written from my, Ben Snodden's, personal perspective. Other XST team members or wider Rethink Priorities staff wouldn't necessarily endorse the claims made in this post. Also, the various takes I'm giving in this post are generally fairly low confidence and low resilience. These are just some quick thoughts based on my experience leading a team incubating AIX risk projects for a little over half a year. I was keen to share something on this topic even though I didn't have time to come to thoroughly considered views. Heading. Key points. Here's a list of bullet points. Between April 1st and December 1st, Rethink Priorities dedicated approximately 2.5 full-time equivalent. FTE, years of labor, mostly from XST, towards XST's strategy for incubating AIX risk projects. We decided to run one project ourselves, a project in the AI advocacy space that we've been running since June. We're in the late stages of launching one new project that works to equip talented university students interested in mitigating extreme AI risks with the skills and background to enter a US policy career. A very rough estimate, based on our inputs and outputs to date, suggests that 5 FTE from a team with a similar skills mix to XST plus SP would launch roughly two new projects per year. XST will now look into other ways to support high-priority projects such as in-housing them, rather than pursuing incubation and looking for external founders by default, while the team considers its next steps. Reasons for the shift include an unfavorable funding environment. A focus on the AIX risk space narrowing the founder pool and making it harder to find suitable project ideas, and challenges finding very talented founders in general. I think the ideal team working in this space has lots of prior incubation experience, significant X-risk expertise and connections, excellent access to funding and ability to identify top founder talent, and very strong conviction. I'd often suggest getting more experience founding stuff yourself rather than starting an incubator, and I think funding conditions for AIX risk incubation will be more favorable in one to two years. There are many approaches to AIX risk incubation that seem promising to me that we didn't try, including cohort-based charity entrepreneurship-style programs, a high-touch approach to finding founders, and a founder-in-residence program. That's the end of the list. Heading. Summary of inputs and outcomes. Subheading. Inputs. Between April 1 and December 1, 2023, Rethink Priorities dedicated approximately 2.5 full-time equivalent, FTE, years of labor towards incubating projects aiming to reduce existential risk from AI. XST had four full-time team members working on incubating AIX risk projects during this period, and from August 1 to December 1, 2023, Roughly one FTE from SP collaborated with XST to identify and support potential founders for a particular project. In this period, XST also devoted roughly 0.4 FTE years working directly on an impactful project in the AI advocacy, space that stemmed from our incubation work.
the people working on this were generalist and relatively junior, with 1 to 5 years experience in X-risk-related work, and 0 to 10 years experience in other areas. Team members previously co-founded Condor Camp and EA Pathfinder, later successive, and the team reported to Peter Wildford who has significant experience starting impactful nonprofits, including Rethink Priorities itself. The main costs were the costs of employing the staff and the cost of a small starting pot, approximate $65,000, for a project we plan to launch in early 2024. Subheading. Approach. The core model we used for incubating projects to tackle AIX risk involved three stages. 1. Project research. Solicit and prioritize among ideas, investigate the most promising ones and write project memos for the ideas that seem above the bar for us working to help launch them. 2. Founder search and vetting. For each project we want to help launch, identify highly capable founders to take the project on. 3. Founder support. Support each founding team as they begin to launch their project. In practice, stages 1 and 2 tended to blend together, with the first stages of founder search for a given project often involving further investigation of the project itself. We made an initial long list of around 300 project ideas, and seriously considered 19 of these ideas, stage 1, took, 4, ideas to founder search, stage 2, and XST and SP will be doing founder support for one founder team from the start of January, stage 3. Subheading. Main outcomes. The most important outcome of our work is that we'll soon launch a project equipping talented university students interested in mitigating extreme AI risks with the skills and background to enter a US policy career, with a founding team due to start work at the start of January. An additional major outcome is that we had a positive effect on AI advocacy efforts through our direct work on an AI advocacy project, which we began working on as a result of our incubation work. We also published a list of project ideas, and wrote a project proposal for an AI crisis planning group. Additionally, we plan to publish a proposal for a project to attract legal talent to AI governance and policy work soon. Subheading. Implied forward-looking cost-effectiveness. A very rough estimate based on our inputs, and output suggests that 5 FTE from a team with a similar skills mix to XST plus SP would launch roughly two new projects per year. Heading. Updated plans. Despite this progress, we're shifting away from incubation. XST will now look into other ways to support high-priority projects such as in-housing them, rather than pursuing incubation and looking for external founders by default, while the team reconsiders its next steps. Heading. Reasoning for shifting away from incubation. Our original plan set out earlier this year aimed to launch one new promising project by the end of October. We'll very likely have achieved this, albeit a couple of months late, by early January. We ended up deprioritizing or being behind on the other goals stated in that post, but I think these goals were quite ambitious, and I think our rate of progress is only a small to moderate negative update on our ability to execute on the kind of incubation strategy we followed this year. Still, XST is moving away from that approach. In my view, the three most important considerations in favor of this move are 1. The funding landscape was much less favorable than we expected, even after accounting for changes since mid-2022. 2. AIX risk work seems highest priority, but it's harder to incubate projects in this area, especially for a generalist team, relative to other X-risk related areas. 3. The founder pool is somewhat less strong than we expected. I go into more detail on these in subsequent subsections.
Subheading. Difficult funding environment. The funding landscape for X-risk-focused projects is currently significantly more challenging than I imagined, even after accounting for changes since mid-2022. Most importantly, the general bar for funding is higher than I expected, and funders are significantly more skeptical about incubation in particular than I realized. Funding application turnaround times from major X-risk funders are also significantly longer on average than I expected. This updated understanding of the funding environment has several important implications, each of which reduce the expected impact of continuing our incubation work, in my view. Most importantly, creating new projects seems less valuable. From a community perspective, adding projects makes more sense when there's plenty of funding to go around, and looks less valuable when funding is tight. Long funding application turnaround times also seem challenging for early stage projects. It currently seems very difficult to get funding to run structured programs, such as founder-in-residence programs, or to otherwise give potential founders substantial financial stability, which I'd seen as an important potential path to impact for our incubation work. Funding to engage contractors or bring in new hires to add valuable incubation, or entrepreneurship experience seems hard to come by. It's dramatically harder for us to get additional funding to continue work on incubation than I expected though it's certainly not the case that we exhausted all avenues for funding our work on incubation before deciding to pivot. This means more time and energy on fundraising, more planning uncertainty, and potentially needing to shut down the project when we'd expect to have a higher impact by continuing. Subheading. AIX risk projects seem highest priority, but harder for us to incubate. A couple of months into our work, we decided to narrow our focus from X risk projects focused on any cause area to projects focused specifically on X-Risk from AI, in light of the apparent increased tractability of AI X-Risk work due to increased public awareness of AI risk. I think this focus on AI specifically was a good decision, but it felt harder for us to incubate projects in this area. Projects in this area tended to more often have the following features, which narrowed the pool of potential founders. I, neither product-based nor providing short feedback loops, making traditional entrepreneurship experience less relevant. 2. Founders need significant domain, AIX risk, knowledge and network to execute well. 3. Founders need a strong motivation to reduce extreme risks, from AI, because of the project's unusually high potential to be net harmful. In particular, one potential founder group we were initially interested in targeting was people with significant entrepreneurial experience but little prior exposure to EA, and this group seems significantly less suited to the kinds of projects described in the previous bullet point. We often seem to be considering projects that didn't really need incubating, as opposed to convincing an existing team or org to work on them, for example a new research agenda, and this felt like a feature of the AIX risk space. We're somewhat hampered by having weaker AIX risk knowledge, relative to our knowledge relevant for, say, Civilizational resilience projects, compared to the rest of the X-Risk ecosystem. Subheading. Less strong founder pool. I updated negatively on the availability of a founder pool that could successfully execute on projects we'd want to launch. For the project we did our most significant founder search for, we didn't find many candidates with the key skills we'd ideally want, such as significant knowledge of US policy careers. In addition, potential founder sources like 80,000 hours seem to generally have fewer compelling leads than I expected, and I also slightly increased my estimate of how hard successfully launching an AIX risk project is on average. Note that I feel especially low confidence about my assessments in this area, 
I still feel a high degree of uncertainty about the strength of the founder pool for X-Risk projects. We only conducted a full, formal founder search process for one project, and weren't able to offer the founders significant financial security, which might deter some of the most experienced potential candidates. Heading. Some scattered thoughts relevant for people considering incubating X-Risk projects. I'll end by providing some scattered thoughts and advice for people considering incubating X-Risk projects. I'd say that the ideal team working on X-Risk incubation would have these traits, though I don't think all this is necessary. Here's a list of bullet points. Lots of incubation experience and or experience starting and growing multiple successful projects. Significant expertise and good connections in the EA X risk space, and more narrowly in the area you want to incubate projects for, for example you're able to generate, rather than just solicit, high-quality project ideas in that area. Excellent ability to provide funding to potential founders, for example by having strong buy-in from well-resourced funders of X-Risk projects. Excellent ability to attract and vet top founder talent. Having a strong conviction in X-Risk incubation seems very beneficial. You will likely encounter significant skepticism at times and being resilient to this seems important. That's the end of the list. If you're thinking about starting an incubator, I'd often suggest considering getting more experience founding stuff yourself first. This brings many benefits. With more experience, it's easier to give advice and make good calls and generally give great support to founders you're incubating. It's easier to attract quality founders if you have a, an extensive, track record of your own. Having a more substantial track record seems helpful for getting funding. Getting experience founding stuff yourself might also be a way to get more object-level expertise. Note that I expect that the funding landscape for projects tackling AIX risk will improve significantly in roughly one to two years, so being positioned to start spinning out AIX risk-related orgs at that time could be pretty great. For a team thinking about starting an AIX risk incubator right now, this also pushes in favor of spending time getting more experience founding stuff first. Note also that there are some incubation approaches we might have tried but didn't. These all seem potentially promising to me to test out in the AIX risk space. Here's a list of bullet points. Outreach to more traditional entrepreneurs, attempting to bridge the EA versus traditional entrepreneurship cultural divide. Charity entrepreneurship-style incubation programs involving cohorts who are provided with training and opportunities to test, fit with many potential co-founders. A high-touch founder search approach, where a lot of effort is made to connect with and pitch a project idea to particularly promising potential founders. A concerted effort to seek very promising founders and tailor project proposals around them. A founders-in-residence program where a potential founder is given a 12-month contract and given space to explore a promising area, develop project ideas, and eventually launch an impactful project. That's the end of the list. Finally, I'll quickly list some updates I made from our incubation work this year that I didn't already cover. Here's a list of bullet points. We were surprised at least once by how crowded by existing actors and projects an area was, even after we thought we'd done a fairly thorough initial investigation that suggested a significant gap. So I've updated towards expecting these sorts of areas to be less neglected than expected. It now feels to me like the systematic, weighted factor model approach we used for project research wasn't the best choice. I think that something more focused on getting and really understanding the views of central AIX risk people would have been better. 
Another promising approach might be building deep domain-specific knowledge and network, for example in USAIX risk policy, as a first step before diving into specific project ideas. I updated slightly towards there being opportunities to help existing EA founders. We had requests for help from several exciting potential founders who were already well integrated into the EA, X-Risk ecosystem, despite not making any efforts to solicit these. We weren't able to offer them much help. But we didn't try very hard, and maybe there's something valuable here that could be explored. That's the end of the list. Heading. Closing. If you're interested in working on incubating X-Risk projects, I might be able to share more detailed internal retrospectives. Feel free to get in touch with me at hello at bensnodin.com about this. Thanks to Christina Schmidt-Ibonez, Marie-David Senbull, Luzia Bruckamp, Maria de la Lama, Kevin Nealon, Jam Craprayoun, Renaud Oroujo, and Peter Wildford for feedback on this post. Thanks also to the members of SP, other members of XST and Rethink Priorities co-CEO Peter Wildford for their hard work on X-Risk project incubation this year. This article was narrated by Type 3 Audio for the Effective Altruism Forum. It was first published on December 19, 2023. The original text contained four footnotes which were omitted from the narration. To report an issue or give feedback on this narration, go to t3a.is.